Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. Let's not focus on the fact that we haven't done one this week. Uh, let's, let's, this is an emergency podcast for two reasons. My friend Jay Posner and my boss, fortunate to have my boss as my friend. My friend is my boss. Uh, been, been a little under the weather there, Jay, and uh, we weren't able to do one. But you are toughing it out because you're so darn excited about what happened on opening day with the Padres. I am Kevin Acey, Padres beat writer. Jay, what do you think? Kevin, I'm just going to quote Danielle <laughs> Coronado, a 20-year-old La Mesa resident, obviously been through so much. I don't know Danielle at all. She's quoted on the front page of the Union Tribune this morning, but she's wise beyond her years. Yesterday at the game, she told our Peter Rowe, feels like we are going to the World Series. And Kevin, wow. that was before the game. Can you imagine you imagine after she saw Eric Lauer throw six shutout innings, the bullpen hold up, Will Myers looking like the Will Myers that earned an $83 million contract, Fernando Tatis Jr. getting a couple hits. I mean, I, 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 what's beyond the World Series? I feel like that's where the Padres are headed right now. The World I mean, Series, she's already figuring out how to get an extension for all these guys. There, there, should, be, there should be almost a, a like mini parade today the idea that the Padres are there. the Padres are over 500 for the first time in almost four years, which is just you know one of those things where you read that and you go that can't be true, but of <laughs> course, but of course, it, but of course it is, and I believe it was about a week before Bud Black got fired, um, uh, on that odd that odd timing for the firing that we we won't revisit. But anyway, he got he got fired, went on to bigger and better things. Like, of course, a lot of people leave San Diego do. Um, but uh, anyway, the Padres were over 500. All is, all is right with the world. And, you know, they still haven't even given up a run yet. How, after one game. Hey, by the way, uh, maybe some people already did this math, but that means Andy Green had never been above 500. That is correct. Until yeah. now. So here we go. Manny Machado, to me, I think it was the obvious and great takeaway uh, if you are a Padres fan, if you are the Padres. Manny Machado went 0 for 3. He made four outs, and the Padres had six total hits, and they won. Because for one day, this worked out about how Will Myers thought it would or hoped it would. You could hear the relief in his voice. It's almost all he wanted to talk about. He turned every conversation this spring back to, yeah, but about our lineup, and it was because of this, because Will doesn't feel like he has to lift it, he may actually be able to lift it more often. And the one thing I liked, and, and I was concerned during spring training, I mean, as much as concerned is the wrong word, but I, I, didn't, I didn't necessarily agree during spring training with Andy Green batting Hosmer second against everyone yeah. and, and sort of saying, right. like, this is going to be our opening day lineup. And I'm thinking, well, wait, you're facing Madison Bumgarner on opening day. Why is Eric Hosmer batting second? And sure enough, yesterday they came out with Myers batting second in front of Machado, which I thought was a great, uh, a great setup at the top of the order. I, I think, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised or, or be disappointed if Myers was up there uh, regularly. But uh, I, I just think he's going to have a big year. And, I, and I'm just, you weren't watching the telecast yesterday. I was, I was home uh, with my bad back, and so I was watching on TV. And... I'm not sure that Don Orsillo and especially Mark Grant are going to make it through the season if Will Myers has a big year <laughs> because they cannot 
stop talking about the moss. They are all about Will Myers' hair, and I know you are too because you wrote a whole story about it during spring training, but is it, as Mark Grant said yesterday, is it all about the moss, Kevin? Well, Mark, of course, would say that, given his <laughs> lack of moss. He's, he's got the smooth stone. You know, moss grows. I forget. I always forget what side uh, that the moss grows on. Is it the north? But it definitely doesn't grow on Mud's hair. Um, I happen to have fabulous hair, and I think Will's is better. Uh, as Austin Hedges said in my story, and you can quote me on this, he's going to have an amazing year because of the hair it will be far more because of the lineup if it happens but uh yes it uh it's glorious uh and i just look again one day but but hey better that one day you know was some sort of validation than one day wasn't some sort of validation no i mean i i think and and look this in the end this this game this it is a it's game it's sport it's entertainment it's about entertainment and yesterday I don't, I'm, I'm sure there were very few people who left that park because there were very few Giants fans from what it looked like on yeah, TV. And I talked true. to a Giants fan today who was there and said she had never seen so few Giants fans at a game. I'm sure it'll be different this weekend. but A convergence of two things, excitement over the Padres and Giants fans are being pretty realistic about right, their team this right. year. <laughs> but it, it, one of those things where most people left the ballpark yesterday feeling pretty entertained. Yes. And, 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 and people who watched on TV, I, I think, I, I'm always entertained when I listen to Don and Mark. I think they're, I think they're easily in the top three among, uh, among broadcast teams, in in baseball at least. Certainly, uh, and I and I watch a lot of them. These guys you are really do good. Too, yeah. Uh, you know, I I the Giants guys, the Mets guys, and the Padres guys. I think to me they're the top three, uh, the top three crews right now. But anyway, so I don't want anybody to think that I was taking a shot at those guys with with my comment about Will's hair, but that's part of what makes these guys great is that they'll oh. talk about stuff like that and, and have a good time with it. And for one day it was great. And, it, and why shouldn't people have fun with it? And, you know, tonight they might go out and win eight to nothing. They might lose 14 to two. I mean, you just, you know, that's baseball as, as someone used to say, um, who managed here. And it's just, it should be fun though. And I think yesterday was fun and, and there's just, there's more, you know, it was like uh, uh, our friend Nick Canepa wrote today. There was just a different feeling out there yesterday. There was anticipation. There was some optimism. And just, you know, I don't think we felt that, I guess, since, what, 2015, there was some of that, and it seemed to dissipate rather quickly. Uh, hopefully, it won't dissipate quickly, that we'll see more of what we saw yesterday in the sense of these guys, you know, different guys coming through at different times. There was, you know, good defense. There was, uh, which Machado contributed to. There was some. There was just enough offense, and there was great pitching. And you know, you have to start with Eric Lauer, who I, you wrote a lot about him in terms of how he worked on backfields and he worked on different parts of his repertoire. And yesterday, he looked he looked excellent. Look, he wasn't facing the to date, you know, the the the, the old cliche about he wasn't facing the twenty seven Yankees because the Giants stink, but. He pitched six shutout innings in the big leagues. I, I don't think anybody should ever have to apologize for that. Six shutout innings on opening day. Last guy to do that, Clayton Kershaw in 2011. I'm not saying Eric Lauer is Clayton Kershaw, but I will say this. And, yes, you are correct. Not only are the Giants not very good and they're aging, uh, it is a perfect lineup for them. Uh, the lefties are, are rampant, and they went one for ten against them yesterday. Uh, but I think the righties went, like, two for ten or three for ten. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, Lauer is – 
like it's funny. We talk about the change, uh, the change up. We talk about the slider. Every pitcher, what did they add in the offseason? What did they work on in the spring? You know, the truism that everybody talks about is fastball command. And ever since Eric Lauer got that together after spending almost a month on what used to be called the disabled list, now the injured list, uh, six starts since then, Jay. I believe my numbers are correct. If they're not precise, it's, it's, they're very close, and it illustrates the difference. A 5-3-0 ERA in 18 starts prior to that. In the six starts since then, five last year, one yesterday, a 0-9-8 ERA. Whip has dropped a half a point. Um, it's because that fastball that plays faster than it is that jumps he is putting it where he wants to. He actually a pretty darn good pitcher is my point. No, it's right. And, and actually, according to your story, ERA over the past six is 0. 0.86. Uh, 0. 0.86? So, so well, even, is it a 9.8 whip? Where better. did I get 9.8? I don't know. The whip is not. Eh, whatever. The whip is uh, went from 1.7 to 0. 0.96. So, no, there's no okay, question. He's He was excellent, and he's been excellent since, you know, like I said, since last September. And yeah. he's not even 24 yet. So it's just, you know, it's a, it's another reason for, for people to be encouraged. And again, it, obviously it's one game. Nobody should be going crazy about this, but I, I, it just seems to me like the Padre pitching, I, I know it's a concern and it, and it should be, but it seems like it has a chance to be better than people think that than people around the league who maybe aren't as familiar with it. Fans around the league think it's going to be people around the league, the, the casual fans, especially don't know Matt Strom. They didn't see him a lot last year. They don't know that Lauer pitched much better in September, uh, you, you know, as opposed to people who watch him all the time. They don't know that Lucchese has it. You know, there's no reason Lucchese can't improve. I think everyone's seen Chris Paddock this spring and can't wait, uh, you know, to see him on Sunday. But there, it just feels like they have a chance to be better. Obviously, the fifth spot is a concern right now. Uh, you know, Allen and Quantrill were, were disappointing that last weekend. In Arizona, Mark Gavichus will get his chance on Saturday. Uh, so yeah. that'll be interesting. I mean, he, you know, you saw him in the spring. What, what did you, what did you see from him in the spring? I mean, here's a guy who's had what one start above a ball. He started mm-hmm. a playoff game for Double A San Antonio last year, and that was after starting the season in Low A Fort Wayne, and then going to Elsinore Single A, and uh, then he pitched, uh, and it was six shutout. I believe it was six shutout, like eight strikeouts, no walks. That's what he does. His strikeout to walk ratio is like 10 to 1. Uh, and to the minors, but the guy throws strikes. The times he got in trouble in uh, spring training, there's the times that a lot of pitchers, including, you know, especially young ones, get in trouble is when he tried to be too fine. Uh, he's not going to blow you away. He's got good stuff, and uh, he needs to hit the strike zone. And when he mm-hmm. did that, he actually got good lineups out. And when he didn't, he allowed some runs. But uh, I feel bad. He's 22 years old. Uh, it should be mentioned he's a lefty. That's a huge help to him. I feel bad saying he got the job by default, but the fact is they right. would have loved Logan Allen to step up and get this, and or Cal Quantrill. Logan Allen, they thought, would. Um, what Margie Vicious did, <laughs> so by default, I'm going to say mm-hmm. this compliment. He didn't blow up. He kept pitching strong. They think he has the mentality to, to do this. Um, and so they're going to put him in there. Now, if we want to get real, He'll be the first of two rookies to, you know, make their debuts uh, as Paddock goes on Sunday. Matt Strom, among his nine starts, right. uh, five of them were 
you know, him leading off a bullpen game last year. So really he has three starts uh, coming off injury. Both he and Paddock will be limited in their innings. Uh, Lauer made his 24th start yesterday. Lucchese will make his 27th tonight as we tape this on Friday. Uh, there's some examples of teams with this little experience being really bad. Now, the Padres have a fantastic bullpen, and it would appear that their offense is much better. Their yeah, I, I, I think is it, about it as looks good, good as although together. Ian Kinsler committed an error yesterday and didn't get called for it because of, because official scores are horrible. They're the umpires. <laughs> They're just as bad as umpires, and that was pathetic yesterday. That was an error. Stop he it. had all day to make that throw. He made a poor throw. Hosmer wasn't able to dig it out. That's an error in high school, let alone in the big leagues. And Major League Baseball should do something about it because it's not as bad as the umpiring because it doesn't matter as much. But in a game that relies on numbers so much, do something about official scores and make it so they don't suck so much. How about that? I had no idea I was setting you up there, yet I should have known. It's you should have known. Like, hey, how did that happen? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> but yes, they do have very good – their infield defense is very good. It's interesting um, that when they go to St. Louis next week, where, of course, we know they have the best fans in baseball, probably in all sports, and maybe in, the, in, in any sport in, in the world, I think, from, from everything that you hear about them. Um, I, I think it's pretty that, fantastic, but yeah. I know, but, you know, let's, let, let's face it. There's good fans in a lot of places. Um, but Margavichus will go on the first game on their home opener uh, and and that's the schedule at least if it if it stays the way it is, he would pitch that game. Paddock would pitch the second game there, um, and and Strom would pitch the third one. So you know there's you're looking at three guys there that are uh, you know that have a combined like ten starts in the big league. So but that's a good test. I mean let's see see let's see how these guys pitch in difficult environments. You know you're not always going to be able to pitch against the Giants uh, at Petco Park. You know you're going to have to go into St. Louis and Philadelphia and Los Angeles and, and Washington and all these places where there were good teams. And, and, you know, let's see, let's see what these guys have. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. The story that I uh, am writing, you'll have it in a few hours, Jay. Uh, my post uh, shortly or right around the time that this podcast does is on this young rotation, putting it in perspective historically, and then also talking to Padres uh, veterans, uh, coaches, uh, A.J. Preller. And it was very interesting to me. Uh, I Forgive me, uh, Andy Green <laughs> says certain phrases so many uh -huh. times. They come into the, my lexicon. Uh, the Padres are not running from. The uh, the inexperience and the and the, the speed bumps that that will have, maybe even the valleys, the potholes that uh, that that will uh, you know that they'll uh, come across this season. Uh, it's you 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 can't talk about young pitching without realizing or you know acknowledging there's going to be tough times. But they believe they've surrounded them with uh, with a good team, and they believe these kids are mentally tough. And everything I've seen. I would not disagree. I am interested to see how often Austin Hedges catches the young guys because, hey, impressed as heck by Francisco Mejia. Uh, he's not Austin Hedges. Uh, he's the right catcher to have, Austin is, for this staff. So, look, it, it's the big question mark. But back to your original point, I, I, I like when you say it, it could be or it has the potential. It's almost like you're, you're, you're opening yourself up to be like, am I believing in like that baseball spring optimism? But, it does. It has the potential. And by the things that we've seen, I do think it'll be better than people think. I, I don't know. We'll see. They right. got to have more than six hits and score more than two runs in a lot of games. But I'll tell you what, 
Madison Bumgarner in past years might have shoved it right up their rear end uh, <laughs> yesterday because he was not bad yesterday. No, I mean, two runs off Madison Bumgarner is uh-huh. is generally not considered a bad thing. I mean, scoring off Madison Bumgarner is, is pretty good sometimes. So um, I, I'm not sure he's quite what he was, but he's pretty close, and he looked, nope. pre- and he looked pretty good uh, yesterday. Yep. And look, the Padres, this whole young pitching thing could end up blowing up. I mean, we don't. We don't know. We're just we're just saying it has a. I think it has a chance to be better than people think. But at the same time, it also has a chance to be worse. I mean, there's there's no guarantees when these guys go out there that they are going to react well to anything. But I I just think there's there's some reasons to feel optimistic. And and right now, why shouldn't we? Um, you know, I mean, look, I I don't I, I think if the Padres. We didn't get to do like preseason predictions or anything like that. I think if the Padres finished around 80 or 82 wins, I would consider that a successful season. I know they might not, but I, I would think, you know, improving by 14, you know, whatever, 14 to 16 games or something over last year, I, I would consider that to be a, a step in the right direction. And especially with young talent and, and young players and, and more on the way and, and, and all the stuff that we've talked about before. To me, if they could hit 80 wins, I, I would think that would be pretty good. Um, are they, I think in most scenarios, but are they? I don't know. If, they I don't know if they are. I mean, right? I don't know if they are. I mean, they 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 might only win 75 games. They might win 83 games. I I don't know. I don't think anybody knows because for one thing, we don't know. We don't know who's staying healthy and who's not. You know, and and if a couple guys get hurt on this team in certain spots, they're in big trouble. Um, so hopefully that doesn't happen. I mean, there's. The history is with most of these guys that that they have they've had pretty good health, but we we don't know about the pitchers. How are they going to be? You know, Eric Lauer and these guys are pitching great. Eric Lauer pitched great yesterday. How does he hold up over another season? We've seen him do it, but we haven't seen any of these guys make thirty-two starts in a season. Um, no, and not that not that Strom or Paddock are going to make thirty-two aren't. starts, right. but they exactly. both had they both had Tommy John surgery, so they're past that. So yeah, <laughs> and when they and you know, and twice, it's one of those things when they can't pitch. Which is going to happen at some point, you know who's who's coming up, who's coming up to replace them, how are they going to do, and all that. But I, I just think that you know at this point, you kind of give it the, you kind of think, well, maybe you know, maybe they could be better than than everybody thinks, and and let's see what happens. And but I, I, I certainly don't think this team's going to the playoffs this year. Uh, I mean, I that would be a big surprise to me if they if they did. I, I think, you know, if I'm speaking as a as a fan for a second, I, I, I just would hope that they would be more competitive you know this year than they've been over the last few years and that they can keep it interesting for a much longer period of time um you know into july and august and who knows how far but just keep it interesting be be entertaining make the games make the games more fun make the atmosphere more fun and i I think with all that i think they'll certainly win more games but i i certainly wouldn't be betting money that they're going to win you know 76 or 85 or anything like that <laughs> well, if they keep it interesting and if they make it exciting, then they will. Because they're, they're, that means things will have been happening, improvements and and talent showing up. That whether it is seventy five or seventy two or eighty two wins, the Padres will consider it a success. Because it, look, they're going to try to win this year. It's still another growing season. So Jay, I think you're right on. Um, all right. I'm heading to the ballpark. That I'm excited. Great. When are you going to be there? When are you going to be there? I expect to make my debut on Sunday. I am. I am like Chris. I am following the Chris Paddock schedule 
um, where I expect to do that. So I will be, uh, I will be watching, watching the next couple of nights along with trying to mix in some basketball, uh, as well, but, uh, we'll be, we'll be keeping an eye on, on the games and, and your coverage and Jeff Sanders coverage. And I will, uh, be out there to bother you on Sunday. I can't wait. Uh, Jay, look out. I got that rotation story coming. I think it's very interesting. I think it is probably the storyline. It's arguably the storyline of the team right now. And then for uh, Sunday's paper, a story on Chris Paddock's, well, where it all started for Chris Paddock. And uh, it's fascinating. This kid uh, has been special for a long time, and he's been shooting to be special for a long time. So that'll be in advance of his first start. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to uh, both of those. And uh seeing you and the Padres on Sunday. And until then, have a good weekend. See you later. Enjoy the Padres.